forgotten. Our dreams have just fell by the way. Our good friend Sean O'Connell. What happened to Charlie Brewer? He didn't suddenly lose his talent. What do you think's going on? He came into a situation where maybe he wasn't as good as Utah wanted him to be, but Utah wasn't as good as he wanted them to be either. Yeah. The offensive line situation has been far from ideal. He got pressured a lot more. That diminished his performance. That probably diminished his teammates' view of him, his coaches' view of him, to the point where they had to bench him. These are symbiotic relationships. We're all looking for someone to blame. Was Charlie Brewer at fault for some of the lowered expectations? Sure. But so was that offensive line. This is one of those situations, like a relationship that didn't work out. Utah and Charlie Brewer, not meant to be a couple at the end of the day. It's time for Wake's Takes. Joining us now as he does every single week, Mason Wake. Is this team realizing after three straight wins that if you take care of your business every week, something really extraordinary could happen? The first three games, we've kind of cheated ourselves. We haven't played at our best. Offense has started slow pretty much every game, and the fans really brought energy, and that's really helped us out. And we slowly got going, but that's just our mentality right now. Like, we can only beat ourselves. Having that mentality has been great for us, and we know that we're a special team, but we don't want to just harp on that too much. We just know if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot and we just go out there and play our game, then we can be pretty special. As I consider what Kalani was talking about, that they're trying to not necessarily reinvent anything. They just want to do things better. That's how you have a great season, keying in on what you can do to be better for this next week, not keying in on what happened last week or the week before. And when you play South Florida and the Cougars are, what, a 23-point favorite, the last thing the Cougars want is to lose to a team they're better than. I would guess that the coaches are showing them their mistakes on film and saying you're certainly playing good football and winning the game, but got to get this block, got to run this route, whatever the case may be. That's what we're going to find out this weekend, whether they let up or whether they're powering forward. Utah tight end, he joins us each and every Monday. He's Cole Fotheringham with us. Losing a game is tough, conference or non-conference, but you guys talked about how the conference race is still there, and it would appear that certainly the South Division is wide open right now. Definitely. That's what our main focus is on right now. Nothing you can do about the past, and it's unfortunate that we've had these two losses. A lot of people have counted us out after these two losses, but fortunately, it really doesn't dictate our end-all goal and what we want to do this season. So we definitely have to turn things around. We're not oblivious to that. There's definitely some work that needs to be done. We have to prove ourselves first and then prove to everyone else that we're legit contenders. Jaron Hall got the win knocked out of him, according to him, but there's probably a little tough guy talking there. So what do they do with him for this weekend in a game in which the Magic Vegas predicting wizard has him winning by 65? 23. What do you do with Jaron Hall? If he's got injured ribs, then you don't play him because he probably can't perform up to snuff anyway. The mighty bulls of South Florida, their defense is barely existent. Maybe that's an arrogant attitude to take, but it's something you have to take into consideration when planning out the future of your schedule. If you think you have the opportunity to make a little bit of a run here, you got to think about that stuff. You can be conservative. I do believe that because you should beat this team no matter what. is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is football Friday on The Big Show, broadcasting live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low to blow your mind. Austin Horton produces today at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Coach Mac Alema, 
Harrington here for a football Friday. What's going on, guys? I can't believe how comfortable this is still here. Oh, yeah. You're looking good, Coach. I do. I yeah. Like I do. Maybe they're going to just keep one in stock for you and just keep it right here. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then when the show's over, I'll just take it home with me. Yeah, right. That's Hey, that sounds like a good plan. I like that yeah. plan, yeah. Coach. Uh, we want to start things off uh, today. And, of course, we were just chatting on the air. But uh want to say, uh, Alema, we're feeling for you, buddy. This has uh, been a, quite a week in your family, passing of your father. Yeah. And uh, no other way to start than uh, expressing our, our condolences to you and your family. I, I appreciate that very much, and and uh, all the well wishes that you know came through, and and condolences from people really around the world. My dad was known worldwide as an entertainer in Hawaii. Had a show in Waikiki for twenty years. The uh, one of the original cast members, the last surviving until his passing uh, of the original Hawaii Five O cast, uh, and some will remember his character Ben Kokua. And um, it, it was kind of fun to see some of those old clips. And uh, some of the things that that were posted as people were, um, you know, celebrating the life of my father. It was a great football player, too. We talked last week about uh, his kind of a groundbreaking type of, um, you know, role that he played when he went to Stanford out of Hawaii. He was the first high school All-American outside of the continental United States and ended up at Stanford. And, um, uh, you know... One of the interesting things, maybe one of the, the finest compliments that I received was from Vaisika Hema, um, who reached out to me and said, you know, your dad was a, a true maverick and a pioneer, and he allowed us to consider ourselves as intellectuals when we did not think that of ourselves mm. and gave us permission to get educated and showed people the, the power of that and allowing the Polynesians to take their proper place in society. Um, but in, in you know, getting a proper education was a big part of that. And so, you know, as we, uh, as I reflect and, and celebrate the life of my father, I think of all of the things, the contributions that he yeah. made, not just in entertainment or in sports, but uh, just in education. And if you went to his show in Waikiki, you weren't going to get the typical uh, you would get, you know, the, what you want to, you know, came to see, which is a little otea and a little uh, hula and, and, and some of that. But uh, one of his famous lines was, we want you to know, those that are visiting from the rest of the United States of America, that, you know, we want the same thing you guys want, which is, you know, a nice house with a white picket fence and two cars in the garage and, and a vacation to Hawaii every now and then. <laughs> but for us, we want to go see where you came from and uh, go visit the other parts of America. And he said, I want to let, let you know that ain't nobody in Hawaii wants to go back to a little grass shack. You know, we, we are proud to be a part of America, and he shared that message, I, I think, in a very um, special way that let the tourists feel a part of, of Hawaii. So, Tell us that story, Alema, that you shared with us off the air about, okay, so you grew up in the, okay, so you're growing up, your dad is a megastar. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah. And you're the kid following in those footsteps. Tell us what happened. Well, not only, I mean, I talked about his football career, but it was at Punahou High School. 
and and then he came back and taught at Punahou High School, and he he was uh, he led Punahou to a state championship when he was playing ball there. And so he, his concern, my brother and I, twins, you know, we didn't get growth spurts till later on in life, and we were kind of undersized. And, and then he felt the pressure of, like, I don't want these guys to have to deal with kind of living up to, you know, my um, expectations or perceived expectations or what people might put on them if they play football. So he had us play tennis. And so we were pretty good tennis players, but wanted to play football, but he wouldn't let us. So my brother and I, we actually forged his signature <laughs> on the application so that we could play ninth grade football as seventh graders, at least try out. And we made the team. And then, you know, my dad tells a story. He came to a game and he watched this play. And it was a game that it just so happened that I had like three or four. He says five, but it was like three, <laughs> three touchdowns. He said, ah, these guys might be all right. You know? I was going to say, was he mad when he found out you forged his signature? <laughs> I know. I know that wasn't Tal's idea. That wasn't his as idea. A, as a lemma, yeah. well, drove his Porsche to the whole high school. <laughs> Come on, coach. Do you remember? When Alema's dad played coach, absolutely. Well, I've I've I attended his shows several times because I used to stay at the hotel there, you know, yeah. and where the cow and Ronnie Lee and all. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say, hey, I'm coming in. Yeah, okay. So then I yeah. get my good discount room. <laughs> yeah. I said I want to see the show, right? So then I'd go and watch the show. So probably I probably saw the show ten times. Yeah. You know, I go in there. And, Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> He's an impressive guy, huh, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. I mean, really good. Yeah. And famous. You know, yeah. I mean, just, it, and the show was really good. And I think, I think at one time, um, it was either somebody's wife or daughter was da- dancing on the show. I remember yeah. it was, it was either a mom fala or, or, or somebody. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. During the years, he was there for 20 years, and, and yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was a good, I, no matter how many times you saw the show, it was yeah. still good. That's the thing about that show. You know, people would say there's other shows you go to in the Waikiki or in Hawaii you go, one time was enough. But there, then my dad's audience, whenever they came to Hawaii, they, go back, you know, they yeah. would go back. And so people, <laughs> I run into them at a jazz game or other, you know, other places. They say, hey, man, I got this picture with your dad, you know, when I was at the show and I got a, you know, commemorative, you know, tiki mug with my drink. And I'm like, thank you. You know, that helped pay for my education. <laughs> so appreciate that. So yeah. he, he inspired you, Alema, to uh, excel at what you did? Yeah. Or? You know, and, and that's the thing about my dad. He was such an, an outstanding orator, his ability to speak. And that's one of the things that set him apart was that he had such a mastery of the English language. And so his stepfather, Roy Harrington, who he, he ended up uh, taking Roy's name, Harrington, um, was really into, you know, reading and books and making sure that, that my dad got educated. And so my dad, fortunate to go to Punahou and then on to Stanford, but his his ability to communicate and, and you know, to this day, when, when I, if I was in Hawaii at a time when my dad was either performing or giving a talk or a speech because he'd be hired, you know, as a as a motivational speaker. Um, I'd always make it a point to go and study him and watch him because he was so good at connecting with the audience. And um, so yeah, there's a lot of that 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 um, you know, as I was looking, you know, what am I going to do to to provide for my family? 
that uh, that became a nat- natural, um, uh, you know, kind of place for me to at least explore. And then I found how much, you know, that I enjoyed it so much. And, and that's the thing. My dad enjoyed entertaining. And so I enjoy what I do. So the, the, the passion of that, too. He's yeah. probably pretty proud of you, huh? Well, you know, you hope that your your parents are proud of you. Yeah, and I I, I hope so. And, and he has said that to me on, on occasions. And, and so grateful for that. I hope that he's looking down now. And, and uh, you know, I had some people say, well, are you going to? Because he just passed on late Tuesday night, and I had some football panel on Wednesday, and then I had an event that I was emceeing for the for the MS Foundation, a great uh, uh, foundation. And you okay? And I said, you know, my dad would say, "Get off your okole and get to work." And so we're here, and it's what we do, right? So he's looking down, as like. At a boy, he's looking down. Go saying, I agree with Mac, not you, son. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like the rest of our audience. Yeah. Right? <laughs> wow. Hey, you—you you were the one who called the BYU Utah game right on the money this year. That's so true. That's right. That. That yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't give him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And by, hey. the, by the way, Mac, you can you can speak to this, but uh, he mentioned Punahou uh, High School. Well, that's a high school in Hawaii that if if a lemma, let's say a lemma didn't play football and he wanted to go to Stanford and pay his own way, yeah, he he would get a, a cut in price from Punahou <laughs> to Stanford, oh, right? I mean, hey, yeah. I'll tell you what, richest school I've ever seen, Punahou High School. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I've said, whose cars are those out there? <laughs> oh, that's the students' cars. I said. You gotta be kidding! <laughs> <laughs> and then you got some guy, poor guy that's over there on the Kahuku side, yeah. or or but, a guy that's in the projects, you're right over and over on the other side, and he's going to Punahou. <laughs> I said, dude, what are you doing at Punahou High School? A scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yep. the the president went there, right? Yeah, Barack yeah. Obama was a uh, Punahou. He was about five years in front of me. We used to, we called him Barry back then. Uh, yeah, now he, he's he was, Barack. Hey, so Barry, you know, was chilling over there. Yeah. <laughs> he was chilling like a villain. <laughs> hey, what's up, Barry? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so are you in the Hall of Fame, Punahou? I'm not. My father is, but I, I'm not in the Hall of Fame. You should be. Yeah. Well, we, someday. Let's call we, up over there. We yeah. can arrange that. Yeah. yeah. Someday, you know. Well, he's I might got, have to make hey, a hefty he's donation. Gotta, he's got to have a little more money to get in. <laughs> i got to make a Larger contribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you send him about a 25 G's. <laughs> I'll get him in. We'll I'll get him put in. you right up there. Hey, yeah. Next week, we'll have you in the pool. <laughs> Let's see if and, we can. And, we'll re- and we'll retire your number, too. Okay. You think we can get uh, some contributions from our listeners for a limo's induction? <laughs> he should just be inducted. Yeah. We shouldn't have to contribute. The, the Hertz commercial alone everything, should get yeah. it. Everything at Punahou is about money. Ah, I see. I see. <laughs> it is a beautiful school, and it's been around for a long time. It was established by the early missionaries that came. It was originally Oahua College and now Punahou uh, high school, but it's you know it's a prep school. It's a beautiful in, school in all of that regard. You know you you would consider what a prep school is about. It's about getting kids to um, Ivy League schools, and and many of my classmates have gone on to great success uh, in the business world. So, and one guy 
is the you know former yeah. president. So. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. tough you know, to beat. It happens. I, the closest I got to Punahou was uh, I think the Costco nearby. Yeah, there. so, man, that's the closest <laughs> I got to Punahou. All right, well, well, well the, the Costco does a lot of business over there. Yeah, it does. sure it does. It does. Uh, all right, let's get into the football coming up next. Uh, we wanted to to I give you our that. best. Thank you to all of our listeners and people that have reached out to me. I'm I'm very grateful for that. So thank you, and we're happy you're here, buddy. Yeah. And, I think, you're, and I think your here. dad's proud. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, you were you were blessed though because that guy was a good human being. Yes, he was. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. We're here at the warehouse. We'll have more coming up next on the big show, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Lincoln Kennedy, Raider radio analyst, Tampa Bay. That defense, is that championship-level defense? They've given up a lot of points through two games. Without a doubt. You can't convince me that Tampa could go into Green Bay. The quarterback can throw three interceptions and still walk out of there with a win if they didn't have a good defense. The defense won last year's Super Bowl for him. I know what Brady did. I'm not trying to take away from his shine. One thing I would definitely tip my hat to, and unfortunately have to, is the fact that they were able to keep their entire team together. After winning a Super Bowl, I don't remember if that's ever been done before. So they're just as strong as ever. And if they don't lose this week against the Rams, I have a hard time figuring out when they're going to drop one. They could very well go through the season unscathed. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried of Siegfried & Jensen. We can help you if you've been injured in an accident. We've been handling injury cases and only injury cases for over 30 years. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you need and deserve an experienced law firm in your corner. Call us for a free consultation at 801-222-2222. That's 801-222-2222. You can also learn more by going to SiegfriedAndJensen.com. We're here to help you. Well, I don't have Holly's. It is have- football Friday on the big show. <laughs> We're here at the warehouse, 1825 <laughs> South, 300 West in Salt Lake. And uh, the one, the only, the famous Clayton jumping on with Where's us Clayton? now. Clayton, what's going on, man? I'm here. How's it going, coach? How's it going, everybody? Hey, hey. Hey, Clayton, where are you? You know, I'm on the I'm on the phone. I'm on the radio. Take well, care I of my mom you're on the phone, but what, <laughs> what, what location? What's your What's your location? What's your What's your twenty? I'm I'm taking care of the big TK, the big Tom Curl today. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, how, how's Tom doing? You know, he's doing really well. He's uh, he's able to walk um, about thirty steps. He can get up on his own. It's a slow, it's a slow process, but you know we're we're happy to have him home and and on that on that road to recovery. It's awesome. Yeah, tell awesome. Him, tell him we miss him. There, quite. Yeah, hey, tell we, Tom I we definitely him. will. But but uh, coach, I had a question for you um, okay. since it's the first time we've been back. How uh, do you think that the BYU team last year would have beaten Utah after what you <laughs> saw BYU Utah? Well, I thought last year's because they would have played Utah early, and I thought that that BYU was probably more ready at that time, and I did. I thought that BYU really had a good chance to beat 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 that team last year, especially early, before Utah kind of got got into their in their deal. Yeah, so so I thought they were a little bit further. I thought they were a little further ahead at that time. Yeah. 
that's awesome. And how about how about the situation? Where are you what are you sitting on today, Coach? Well, I think that that Utah had their best game on Saturday. Uh, I think Washington State is is a team that you get up on them. I think they'll quit. You know, they they just showed that tendency to. If if somebody gets up on them, that they just kind of uh, let the game go, you know that I don't think they're a, a real. I don't think they're mentally a real tough team. I, I think the yeah. starting quarterback, if it's, if it's original starter, knows the system well, and I think they have good receivers, and their defense is a little bit better than than what people think it is. But it, they just kind of. They don't have, to me. They don't really have an identity at this point of who they are or what they or what they want to be, and so I think that 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 Utah should win this game by a couple of touchdowns or more. Hmm. I got to translate for Clayton. He said, "What are you sitting on today? Not the information. Oh, what, what are you sitting on <laughs> right <laughs> now? Oh, what are you sitting on right now? I got, I got, what, what, I got the, what we got? I got the twins right here. Yep. Okay. And it's eleven eighty nine. Boom. Okay. <laughs> And this is the same one I set on last week. That, yeah, that I can't I, believe it's still here. Kind of a dual recliner, yeah. right? And I yeah, tried the to, USB and, ports. And I tried to, you know, the remember the people that came in. Yeah, afterwards, the lady. Yeah, I said, hey, <laughs> this is the it, one for you. Take it with you. And she said, I can't take it from you, Coach, because it's your. <laughs> she said, I said, well, no, no, we can find another one. <laughs> but, let's, let's move some merchandise. Let's yes, move some merchandise, merchandise Clayton. Let's get it done. We, we want everything. Let's, everything can go out the door. That's right. <laughs> hey, do we still do deliveries? Well, let's do this. I have an, I have an older sister. Her name is Ashley. Um, okay. And she. Her name may or may not be a huge manufacturer of uh, furniture as well. And I have one of her sectionals playing a little trick because I'm not supposed to mention the manufacturer on the radio, but, you know, my dad's not listening, so I will get in trouble. But I have one of those sectionals. It's our last one. We've sold over seven of these sectionals. I have the last one in stock on my floor. Uh, Again, like I said, it's the number one manufacturer in the country, Big A, right next door, right next door to us. Um, normally, this sectional is thirty four ninety nine. Sometimes you can get it on like a Labor Day special for twenty five hundred bucks. I have the last one on my floor. I'm doing it this weekend for nineteen ninety nine. I also have a special deal that we're going to do on our Split Kings. We did our lowest price ever at sixteen ninety nine uh, two weeks ago. I'm going to drop that price, so stay tuned. Coming up on the next spots, but I wanted to explain why I tell people that it's this weekend only because some people might think you know it's a sales gimmick. You're just trying to get me in quick to to get the sale today. That's not how it works at the warehouse, and, and it's kind of what my dad and I have done ever since we started this business uh, twelve years ago when I got home for a mission is uh, we, don't, we don't have sales commission. We don't have tons of employees. We don't, uh, you know, we don't have all the fancy stuff in the store, and that's how we save and pass those savings on to our customer. The reason why I say through this weekend only is because if I move the product 
it makes it available through my providers to pick up the next order when they call me and say, hey, I've got 15 adjustable beds. Can you take them this week? That's the only reason I say, through this weekend only, come in through Saturday, get it done, our lowest price ever. No sales gimmick. Stay tuned. We're going to do our lowest price we've ever done. It's going to be $100 cheaper than we've ever done on the radio for our split team, so stay tuned for that. But like I said, this Ashley sectional, uh, only $19.99, regularly $34.99 on the sectional. It's awesome. It's a beautiful color. I have it on my floor. Come in, sit on it, check it out, buy it, take it today. Boom. Thanks, Clayton. You're the man. 1825 South, 300 West. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. BYU looks to improve on their 3-0 start tomorrow at home against USF. Offensive coordinator Aaron Roderick gave us a, a preview of the Bulls. They play a very unique scheme. It um, has some elements of uh, Rocky Long, San Diego State kind of stuff. Um, they're, it's a unique defense for sure. Um, they have a lot of team speed. And the last time we played these guys, they made us look really bad. I know it was, it was a different different program at the time, but um, we, we got to – it's a team that can make you look bad if you're not ready to play, the, just scheme-wise. Your Cougars at 30 update brought to you by Rough Tough. They set the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fit seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do some business with a Utah company since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Band of the day today, Chris Christofferson here on the big show, selected by, well, Alema Harrington, but uh, your dad, Al Harrington, knew Chris. Yeah, they were friends at Stanford, good friends, and then uh, my dad and, and Chris, Chris, Chris Christofferson would, you know, hang out. He has a place on Maui, and my dad would go down there and stay uh, with him, and then uh, he was recently, Christofferson recently did a show here. My dad came up and... and uh, and they got to hang out. So cool. So, but an excellent songwriter and oh, he's amazing. musician, One performer. Of the yes. Uh, it's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to LiveNation.com. All right, Coach, uh, you, you talked to Clayton a little bit about it, but let's, sure let's get into some football here. Okay. And let's, let's talk about what happened to those Utes against San Diego State over the well, weekend. Well, I think from an offensive standpoint, you know, you, you had to be able to pick up the front, you know, of, of all the movement. 
and and they were kind of stale for up until four minutes left in the game. You know, it was like nothing was going on. It was like the like the paint drying pretty slow. You know, and then they put the other quarterback in, and and all of a sudden, you know, they got, got a spark. He sparked them, and and the guys responded, and they uh, all of a sudden. You know they scored two at the end, and the the uh, the overtime was kind of exciting because you got you go all the way down to where it's a, a, a two point conversion, which is which is was pretty exciting because it seemed like everything was converted. You know, and they they made plays when they had to down the line, and uh, you know, unfortunately, you know. Uh, a guy misses an extra point at one time, you know, and then they, their guy misses one too. But what are the odds? What are, yeah, what are the odds? Is right. And back, what was what was San Diego State doing defensively that was uh, troubling that offensive line? Somewhere? Well, because no matter how, like I said last week, no matter how they line up, they're going to end up in 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 a gap at the at with the play. At, you know when the play begins, so they can line up a lot of different ways. But they're gonna, they're gonna. This guy, he could be a linebacker sitting out on the way out on the six, but he maybe he's responsible for the a gap on the play side. And it could be a defensive tackle, or maybe he's responsible for the b gap. But no matter how they line up, eventually they're all they're all gonna have a gap. They're responsible, and then kind of the what they call the Aztec back. Which is which is the specialty guy is kind of like a strong safety linebacker combination guy, and he can line up anywhere, but then he's responsible for certain things because he's kind of the the guy who's supposed to make most of the plays, you know, because everything's supposed to filter back to him. And uh, if you don't pick this stuff up, it'll give you a nightmare because you know this guy's moving here and this guy's moving here. But if you just take care of your gaps, uh, then you could, they, they create they'll they'll create the holes for you by themselves. You know, as long as you as long as you pick the stuff up. And they just didn't do that. Well, yeah, obviously because they they were pretty dead in the water for three quarters of the game, and the 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 one big plus was of course the, the return. For a touchdown, and then, then also I think San Diego State had a return for a touchdown. They did, yeah. And so that would be like in two games, we've had two two returns, two returns on us. Should never happen, you know. And uh, so that's not that's not good. But I do believe that this is a really good Utah team, and I do believe that that. They'll play their best game this week, and I do believe that Washington State is not very good, and um, and I believe that if you jump on them and don't give them a chance to breathe, they're not, they're not going to you know once they figure out that that the youth are here for real, that they'll kind of pack their bags and go home, because I think that's the personality of that of that team. I mean, I saw it last year when they come up here to play. They're way up on Utah. They're up two or three scores. And then all of a sudden, Utah 
had some their a pick or something, and they got back in the game. And then once they started pressing the Washington State guys, the Washington State guys just let it go. You know, you could see the you watch the sideline and all of a sudden just like this. Yeah. And then the defensive line coaches continually changing personnel. They're continually doing something to get somebody to make a play. And then I've talked to people up there because I do know people that are that work in that around around that football team that and 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 they they had told me they said well they have to change the culture of how the players think because we basically the terminology that maybe this person used was the front runners if they're on top of you they're good but if they get behind they're not going they're they're going to give it up so the East better not turn the ball over early because well, you, would, you, yeah, you don't want to give Washington State a, a reason to play. You know, in other words, they yeah, turn the ball over, do something that's 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 uh, that's really stupid, and then what happens is, oh yeah, we got a chance against these guys. And I think that Rolovich has his hands full, kind of changing the culture or the way they think with the the people that he inherited as such. Um, but I think I think I think this Utah team is 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 a very good football team. They just gotta figure out kind of what their personality is, and all of a sudden you got the, a lot of good coaches. They don't all of a sudden become bad coaches, right? You know, in other words, they have a and so so something. Uh, is lacking maybe remember what I talk of would they have a hangover from the BYU game yeah. which they did you know because that's all anybody want to talk about you know you know even in the middle of the of, of last week you know when I was talking to somebody that's all you want to talk about is the BYU game you don't want to talk about anything else you know so so uh, you know and that's probably what the players are hearing from everybody and and you know, and I and I know that that uh, it's a real personal thing. You know that that game is a real personal thing with everybody, uh, with BYU and with Utah. I want to get to this at some point, and and and, and I know we're going to break here, but at at some point I, I'm I'm curious from a coaching standpoint when you're watching what happens with Charlie Brewer, and uh, and then with Cam. And then the the reaction from the team, all of those dynamics and how they play into, I think, a week of preparation that was probably pretty good with Cam rising now as the starter and Brewer gone. Um, and sometimes there there's a real benefit to finding out, like, who's in and who's not. And uh, um, just kind of how that will play out and play into preparation for for this week's well, game because it, it, it's conference time and that's the beauty of being in the Pac-12 yeah. is none of those other get games matter you know that you played yeah, yeah. This, this one well, right, on Saturday yeah. matters well, well, right now BYU's running the south <laughs> yeah they are I mean 
Well, I'm not good to be king. Yes, sir. Hey, the king of the south. And, yeah. And now they'll be, get to be king of Florida if they win this week. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, it'll be the BYU. The oh, BYU. I, I, hey, I can't live through it. <laughs> Bring back will. a lot of bad memories from Mac way back Boy, in the it's like a, it's like a horror story. <laughs> we will. Uh, you we know, will. all of a sudden, you go into the gym or wherever you're going, all of a sudden, these guys got their, oh, their BYU gear on. Hey, I said, dude, I've been worn that shirt for 10 years. <laughs> we will get into the BYU coming up in the in the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Holly Rowe is going to join the show yes. at 345, newest member of Jazz Broadcast. Big news. But while we're on the Utes, and, and we'll go to you, Coach, and I certainly want to get a lemma. Gordon and I have talked about this a lot, but the other big Utah story of the week, Charlie Brewer, that quarterback Charlie Brewer about. jammed. He is gone. So what, what happened? Hey, Charlie, you're now, you're now second string. No, I'm not second string. I'm gone. Charlie, Charlie got on the next bus and left town. He's at, what, what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, he, he he did it to save the red shirt so he can play somewhere else as right, opposed to ending right, his career. Right, but, right. you know, certainly a, a kind of an out-of-the-blue situation this week. Let's let's say let's, – let's do this, okay. Let's say – uh, we didn't mess around with Charlie Brewer or the other guys on the on that deal, and we took Jackson Dart. Mm. How about <laughs> Jackson? His play, huh? Hey, I, way to go, kid! Well, hey, the meniscus, though. Yeah, but I he's, mean, he's had surgery. This oh, week. did he really? Yeah, he yeah. sure did. Yeah, I but, didn't hear about that. But, that but kid performance, sling it, man. Well, yeah, I, hey, we had, and that happened we, in the first remember, half. That that we, injury. We had him on the show last year, remember? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. right here. He yeah. was here yes, with his yeah. dad. Yes, yeah, he yeah. was. And, and I mean, I watched that kid play, and I said, if there's somebody better than him as a high school quarterback, I don't know yeah. who he is. And they let, they let the Wilson kid go, and then they let the Jackson Dark kid go. And both kids wanted to go to Utah. Yeah. So, Mac, you're saying that you've, had you been the head coach, there's no way that kid's getting outside your clutches. Well, I would Jackson Dart. Yeah, you would have yeah. tackled him. You did, right? I would, hey, yeah. Because the old the dad was a stud, yeah. you know, and, and watched the kid. All, all you had to do was watch the kid play once. And the same thing with the Wilson. Yeah. You and know, his I've, dad was all Utah. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- those guys had Utah legacy written all over them. Yeah, all, and, they, and, and all you, they had to do was recruit them. But, but in, in, in uh, reference to Utah, Utah had promised the kid, mm-hmm. you know, when Wilson came out, promised the kid that, okay, we're not going to recruit another quarterback if you commit to us. Yeah. Tuttle. It's right. Tuttle yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And so they put all their back, you know, they – they made a deal. Yeah, put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, they made a deal. They stayed with it, and and uh, and and a little bit the same thing with with Jackson, because Jackson wanted to go to Utah, but they'd already committed to the, the guy they have there now as a freshman. Costelli. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Costelli. Right? Peter Costelli. Yeah. yeah, Peter Costelli. So they had a little bit of the same deal with Costelli, you know, and so. Uh, my information says that that Kyle had talked to Brandon, the dad, and said, "You know, we we don't want to publicly recruit the kid because then it makes it look bad for what we've done with what we said to Castillo. But if the kid comes here, we will give him a scholarship." 
Mm-hmm. You know, but we can't publicize the fact that. And then when, when Kyle had told Brandon that, then Brandon told me, he says, "We're not going to Utah if this kid's not, a, a, you know, a first the first consideration. Yeah. You know, we're not going because UCLA, USC, all these other schools have been the the guy from USC when he watched when he watched him play down here." He calls up. He calls up. <laughs> he calls up USC. Says, "We got a superstar here." <laughs> wow. Yeah. He said, "We got, we got the second coming." You know, he's mm-hmm. playing right here at Corner Canyon High School, and now the quarterback that's at Corner Canyon now is, is yeah, Devin is Brown. Devin Brown is good. So, so yeah. I mean, it just you know sometimes you get in those binds in recruiting, and. You make commitments and you say you're going to do something and then you have to follow through with what you're doing because quarterbacks' parents are really interesting because, you know, they want a guarantee. They want, you know, and now with this NL, you know, NIL, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you want a quarterback? We'll have to sell the yeah. building here. Yeah. Yeah. By yeah, the what way, kind of marketing by the way, package do you have the, for him? By the way, i got a furniture store we can give you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the kid from, uh, what is it, Gordon, uh, Ohio State got a million bucks? No, the, yeah, the kid no. from Alabama, Alabama. Yeah, got a million from, bucks. Kid Before from, even throwing the pass. Yep. Yeah, the kid from Ohio State, I think it was up to one and a half million. Yeah, it's so, crazy. yeah, so now, now you're going to have to pay for, I mean, it's, I, I tell you, the next few years is going to be, Ridiculous, wild, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like, you know, you got these guys. You got some kid, eighteen-year-old kid coming in, thinks he's a second movie star. You know, <laughs> what happens when it doesn't work out? Yeah, right? that. Yeah. Well, yeah. What happens when it doesn't work? Well, uh, easy. Right away, the parents are gonna come in. Quarter the the parents of quarterbacks sometimes are the worst, mm-hmm. you know, because they get, hey, you told my kid he's going to do this and do this and do this, and he's not doing that. Well, maybe he's not good enough, you know. <laughs> but but maybe well, gets you, on a bus and goes out. Like but you, you, said, you didn't you, you didn't say that when you recruited him. Yeah. No. All right, we'll get to more coming up next. Uh, we'll we'll get further into BYU, the top three o'clock hour. Uh, Coach Mack uh, and his foundation have some great yeah, stuff Yeah, big going. event coming yeah. up, Coach. We do, we do, we, we do. Hey. Dust off the tux. We'll get into that coming up next. Hey. Holly Rowe is going to be on the show at 345. No big deal. The newest member of the Jazz broadcast team. Where's Where's Holly? Hello, Holly. <laughs> well, she's actually doing some college football uh, right now. This weekend, she's got college football, but you know, kind enough to join us. Big news um, all over Twitter and, and social media, uh, our new additions. Mike Smith, full-time with me on the desk. Big T will be with Bowler, full-time as an analyst. And then Holly Rowe. Well, what's what's, what's being on a desk? What is that? That's the that's the uh, the that pre like, half and post game. Is that like a minor league thing or no? Is that, that major? is <laughs> is that triple coach a? that coach that's big time. Oh, okay. I didn't know. What do you say on the desk? I, I thought maybe you were <laughs> yeah. waiting to get it's in the like game. It's not like a desk job, like you know, <laughs> in the got, office. He's a bench know. bench no, guy. No, <laughs> not like you get you know demoted. You know, off the streets, and then you put you in a desk, desk position. No, this is big time. Oh, big time, Coach. So you're not on the yeah. bench. We're going to have you on the show. Yeah, okay. There you yeah. Go. That's, yes, a good one. that's a good yeah. one. All right, yeah. more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ready, ready, ready. 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 
It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes open up Pac-12 play as they welcome in Washington State for an early start. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 1030 with the postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The University of Utah football team has not started the season uh, how they planned or had hoped, but conference play begins tomorrow, and uh, Kyle Whittingham talked about the change in mentality. I don't think there's any signs of bad attitude, I guess you could say. Everybody's upbeat. Everyone's more angry and frustrated than they are despondent. One thing I did notice the first two games is things didn't go great early, so we kind of got the deer in the headlight look in our eyes. We can't do that. You, know, you get a fight for the full 60, and if things don't go well early, oh, well, so what? Keep fighting. You know, keep playing and fight through the adversity, and nothing's easy at this level. Every week you line up, everything, you know, things are going to be hard, and it's hard to win a game. you got to be ready to stay focused and confident for the full 60 minutes. Your Ute pregame show starts tomorrow at 10.30 in the morning right here on The Zone. Your Ute at 50 update brought to you by Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Whether it's the classic Rickster Killer, Handsome Rob, Pastrami, Fajita, or Killer Breakfast Burritos. And don't forget the best shoestring fries out there. Marley's Gourmet Sliders will satisfy any hunger. Just off I-15 inside Timpanogos Harley-Davidson. That's Marley's. More Football Fridays with Alema Hamrington and Ron McBride next here on The Big Show. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. BYU welcomes South Florida to Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday for a showdown against the Bulls. Your home for the best coverage of Cougar football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. On the Sunday morning sidewalk, wishing love that I was stoned. Cause there's something in a Sunday. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Football Friday with Coach Mack and Alema Harrington as well. It's brought to you by Stonehaven Dental. At Stonehaven, they say yes, yes to free exam and x-rays for new patients and flexible appointments. Say yes to great dental care. Visit StonehavenDental.com to schedule an appointment today. We're going to get a little further in-depth into BYU, their matchup this week, and uh, what they did against Arizona State last weekend. Holly Rowe is going to be on the show at 345. Very excited about that. But Coach Mack, something else we're excited about we got a big event coming up yeah we do on october 2nd and at our gala for my foundation and we're honoring kent jones uh who just retired as one of the number one heart surgeons in the history of the state of utah awesome lonnie paulus uh orthopedic surgeon who just retired also one of the you know the thing about lonnie he did more free surgeries 
for me uh, with kids, particularly high school kids, hmm. you know, and would arrange to make sure that all the insurance was covered, everything was taken hmm. care of, and he was really, you know, he was he was a great, great orthopedic surgeon. And then France Davis, who just retired. France Davis? Yeah. I had lunch with him once. Yeah. i tell you what, France, wow. France Davis is the voice of the minorities in in Utah. I'll tell you, Mac, I, I had a chance to talk with him, and uh, he took me on a tour of his church yeah, down there. Right. Impressive. Man, oh, yeah. what a guy. Yeah, oh, i tell you what, he's an amazing human being. And he had his daughter pass away uh, two weeks ago. Oh. And his sister passed away almost the same at the same time. Oh man! So he's had some real heartaches come his way in the last, uh, and uh, but you know an amazing, an amazing human being. You know he coming from Georgia, I think originally, then uh, of Cal Berkeley, and he was he, when he first came to Utah, his, his plans were only to be here a few years and. Like 35 years later, he's still here or whatever it is, you know. So, and they had the old church, which was over, you know, which which was really kind of, and then they built the new church, you know. And what he did is pretty amazing because he took a really small church and built it into a really big church. And then he built it into a church that had a voice in the state of Utah. Because every time you notice that they have a problem in the state with a minority issue, they go right to him. And he's the guy front and center. And if somebody has a problem that's a minority, either in jail or have a problem, they come right to him mm-hmm. to find out, okay, what can we do? I loved his church, man. It was Jake, it's been a while since you've... Uh, You've walked through the door of a church. Don't but, make it to many churches myself, but, but yeah. But, but but that church, Mac. Oh, it's uh, a it's a the I call it the church of fun. It was know? it was empty when he took me through there, yeah. and I thought I I said to him I said I gotta come I want to come on Sunday well, and you hear need, what's hey, going on. Hey hey, so you need to. The choir is awesome, you know, and you know he he makes he makes the Bible come alive like when he. Because he relates the stories of the Bible mm. to everyday life. Yeah. So regardless of whether he's doing Psalm something or whatever, he can he say in Psalm something it says this, this, this. But this is what it really means to you. Huh. So he relates it all back to your personal life or to personal things that you deal with on a daily basis. So he has a way of relating the Bible to something that makes sense to the common person. You know, which is a real gift. Didn't he work with, uh, wasn't he, while well, he was young probably, but with Martin Luther King, didn't, wasn't he a part of that? Way well, back when, if I'm remembering I think, right? I think he might have been, you know, I, I don't I don't know that for sure, hmm. you know. And then, uh, uh, and then the other guy that we're honoring is Terry Orchard, who's been a little league coach in Bonneville for 52 years. Wow. Anybody that's, that's hit on those kids for that many years is hmm. pretty amazing. And uh, so it is really a, a, a really good group, and uh, and we're doing really well with our fundraising. You know, getting up so we can support every everything we support. What and can people do to uh, to help out in that regard? Well, 
Go ahead, Coach. Okay. I, I was going to give the nuts and bolts. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got it right in front of me, theronmcbridefoundation.org, and right on the front page you can click on the Legacy Gala, and it takes you right through and gives you all the information. That's that a boy, Jake. See, I, I knew. I, this is it, my man. role. This is why I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I like. Hey, I like the way you operate. That's what we do, Coach. Hey, we want to help hey, you. You're helping the kids, man. This is a big hey, deal. Hey, I tell you what. Hey, you're a slick dude. Oh, I appreciate that. Coach. I appreciate Did you that. say slick or slippery? Was no, it? I didn't. A little bit of both. Well, you said slippery. I said slick. All right. TheRonMcBrideFoundation.org. As I mentioned, there is a link right on the front page. It says Legacy Gala 2021. And uh, you can get all the information you need and figure out how to help. So TheRonMcBrideFoundation.org. We'll talk some BYU coming up. Holly Rowe at 345. But joining us now, of course, Clayton, because we are here at the warehouse. All right. 25 300 West. Oh, Clayton. <laughs> Let's blow some minds, Clayton. Well, like I said in the last break, and for those that are just joining, uh, our bread and butter, of course, is our uh, king, split king adjustable bases, which is basically where you turn your bed into a head-up or foot-up moving bed. Now, if you have a mattress that you like, um, you know, and you have a, a, a bed that you enjoy, basically all you have to do to enjoy the bed of the future, the bed of the 21st century, is take out the slats, throw out your box springs, come and visit us, and get into one of these adjustable bases. And it's cheaper than you think. I know you think it's probably expensive to have a head up and foot up and even a massaging bed, platform bed, but here's the warehouse Today, we're announcing our lowest price ever with a split king adjustable base and the two mattresses. So that's two individual uh, king mattresses and the two bases at $15.99. Now, listen, if you go on the Internet, you can find adjustable bases for $5,000. You can also find adjustable bases for $3,000. I'm going to explain why we're doing it so cheap, and how we're doing it so cheap. This weekend only, that means today, Friday, and Sunday. Sorry, Friday and Saturday. We're closed Sunday. I apologize. I misspoke. Today, Friday, tomorrow, Saturday, you come in, you can buy two bases at $15.99, and at that price, you can choose from one of our three mattresses that are part of the deal and take that mattress for free. The reason I can do that is because we move more adjustable bases than anyone in the region. So we get priority on all of the products from our providers and manufacturers on these adjustable bases. Now, that's the starting price. You can come in and get this adjustable base that goes head up, that goes foot up, and get the mattress at, like I said, for $15.99, where our competitors are three thousand dollars so why go spend more money when you don't have to this bed has changed everyone it changed the life of my dad who's recovering right now for those of you who don't know my dad um was in the hospital for nine months with covid he's out and he has an adjustable bed it's just like having a hospital bed at home when he needs a little bit of help breathing or standing up he elevates his head when his feet get swollen he pops up his feet while he's watching his favorite Netflix series. 
It's the best thing. It's like I always say, like the waterbed of the 80s, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Mm. This is the waterbed of today. It's the 21st century bed. Come in, check it out. Mike, Matt, or Uncle Clayton will help you understand how it works. You can keep your bed. You can keep your headboard, footboard, and rails if you enjoy it. It's just the base. Come in and check this deal out. Fifteen ninety nine with a purchase of two bases. You get the choice of three different mattresses for free. Boom. That's boom, day and boom. tomorrow only at that price. You boom. Know what? There that, you hey, go. Hey, you know what? That's more of a boom, more than a boom. It's a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's take it. So you add, that's you a add. capital B-O-O-M, boom. Boomer. Thanks. Boomer. Thanks, That's more Clayton. than one boom. That's uh, like two booms. How about, how about 25 boom South, 300 West. It's the warehouse. I Mordex. Tell you what, hey, Clayton is a sharp dude now. He's, yeah, he's he, giving he, away the store. I'll tell you what. Papa's going to be mad. <laughs> Papa's going to be mad. i tell you what. Tom could make some deals now. Yeah. Hey, that family. Runs in the family. You know what Max going to do? He's going to be giving furniture away before we're done. <laughs> no, we better be yeah. careful. We better I go think, to break yeah, before yeah, that happens. Yeah. Hey, you walk in here, you walk out. With- <laughs> <laughs> More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that it was more than just getting wind knocked out of Jaron Hall. It was obvious it was more than that. I think at this point, they're still gauging it on an hourly basis, looking at him saying, all right, if you feel like if you take another shot, you feel like something else is going to happen, then we'll just hold you out. Yeah. It's South Florida. I went through some of the South Florida numbers and some of the South Florida film. They have no defense, none. You could throw Baylor Romney back there. You could throw Gunnar Romney back there. You could run Wildcat and you could allow this BYU offensive line just to get moving, and BYU is going to put up 34 points, and they're going to win that game against South Florida. You've got a team that's not good that's coming into your place. You played back-to-back games against good teams. You're a little beat up, and Jaron will probably fight you on it, but I wouldn't have any issue at all holding Jaron out for one game. Hanson Scotting weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.